Hello everyone and welcome to Monique's Pet Whisper Call of My Ancestors. So I just finished uh, going to an excellent movie. I'm a little late, you guys. I wasn't the first at the box office to see Wakanda Forever. Um, but I, I'm feeling a longing in my heart to see more movies more movies like like this you know i i want to kind of point out a theme that i'm noticing it's a good theme but i'm noticing this theme in you know uh recent films like uh the woman king uh wakanda wakanda forever as far as highlighting the black female warrior you know and um so I want I want you guys to know that these movies are not just you know special effects and that that's about it. You know, female warriors have existed since the beginning of time. Okay, black female warriors, and um, I noticed there's a similarity between you know the way the way black women are typically stereotyped into being like you know, angry, violent, you know, uh, uncontrolled, uh, emotional, uh, compasses can't, you know, can't hold a conversation, but can cuss you out, you know, be careful what you say around that black woman, because she's going to punch you in the jaw. You know, you're standing in line at the grocery store and the moment you ask a question, you know, you got folks trying to tell you, calm down, shh, shh, calm down. I've had people say, shh, calm down. And so I find that interesting uh, how, how society views black women in general with so many garbage stereotypes. But the one stereotype is that black women are violent. Okay, I got this idiot on the side of me trying to be nosy in my car. So I would like for, I would like for Chad, please keep driving. Please, please get away from me, Chad. Just being a little nosy, buddy. Um, so a little, let's dive into some things that bother me about how black women are treated. And if you're a black man watching this or you're not black, you need to listen to this because at some point, you know, what I'm talking about will affect you or your loved one in some way, you know, and I like to see black women when, when we are, first of all, working together in, in, in unity and I like to see our intelligence, how it tends to resurrect and tends to expand under um, really harsh pressure, you know, really difficult circumstances. I love the ingenuity of our maternal mind that's connected with the, with the black planet, with the, with the black ground of the, of the soil that we walk upon each day. And how we're able to clearly understand very basic yet complex um, mechanisms and, and things that run this world and that 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 run living organisms. Um, my heart is 
wishing that I could see a lot more, a lot more movies where black women are celebrated and we're not just a, a Jezebel sleeping, you know, sleeping with a guy or several men and we're single with no husband and, but we're all sleeping with a bunch of guys and that's all we offer to, to, to the director, to the uncut director. So it makes me so happy to, um, to see a paradigm shift where, uh, the, the truth about the, the, the dark, I want to say the, the dark energy of, um, I would call it the, the dark energy of the priestess. What energy am I talking about? The goddess, the dark goddess of the earth. The dark goddess of the earth is mysterious. It is something, it is a beautiful essence that cloaks itself behind the the beautiful water-filled moon. The moon filled with life. And yes, guys, the moon has a bunch of water on it. Um, The dark priestess is the one that speaks to you in the middle of a crisis, in the middle of the night. And she wraps her arms around your suffering heart when heartache comes, when you are blindsided by life circumstances. The, the dark goddess resurrects herself each and every day, each and every time one, one person cries, an animal cries, you know, the spirit cries. The dark goddess is healing. Um, the dark goddess that I speak about is not a metaphor. It is not something that I just bubbly oceans, bubbly creating bubbly, but bubbly thoughts of weird things in my head about, you know, goddesses. What is she talking about? Um, the dark goddess expands beyond space and time and teaches you. It teaches you the truth within your DNA, the stories that lay dormant. The dark goddess comes to you in dreams, comes to you through different animal totems, different messages, different symbols for healing. The dark goddess is, is the master of unlocking keys or unlocking, um, doors that have been otherwise, you know, uh, closed shut doors of your mind. The dark goddess also reminds us of our power and to never give your power away to anyone, but to embrace who you are at all times. Okay. So I noticed that there is, you know, in, in, in both the woman King and Wakanda and as, as well as other movies that are surfacing that truly highlight the, the, in the business black woman, the queen, the, the princess, the, the young scholar, um, the young scientist, the, the young pilot, the young engineer, one, one that is creative and one that will stop at nothing to make sure her design is complete. These types of, uh, images of black women are, are crucial to continue to, to pump through the media because, you know, people are very ignorant when it comes to understanding the black woman, you you know, the black woman around the world, 
is extremely complex, yet very, very basic. What makes the black woman complex? Society. Well, how was that? Well, when society, when society is constantly saying that they're, that black women are, um, hoes, you know, we're ignorant. We, all we do is have sex. We take, we take away women's husbands. You know, we have no place and all of these negative things, then that continues to burn fires all around the world. And I do mean physical fires because fires can, can come through gunshots, through the spark and flash of a gun firing through, you know, dismantling and harming families because black women and children are in the household. Um, through violence from uh, spouses, from partners who grew up hating, hating their mother and therefore will, will hate you, you know? Um, So it's important to have the respect necessary to understand the black woman, the black queen and the young, and, and the young, the young black female. So, I want people to know that, um, it's, it's, it's getting kind of old when you start like clutching your purse or your eyes get really big. When a black woman asserts her voice, when a black woman asserts her voice above an octave because she doesn't agree with your policy, she doesn't agree with your, your fallacies. She doesn't agree with, you know, the transaction at the grocery store. She may ask um, inquisitive questions because what you're stating makes absolutely no sense. Um, When the black woman, you know, flares her nostrils, you know, waves her hand, maybe just a little bit, suddenly the whole world stops. Everyone is, is, is gasping for, for breath, for air. Cause you're, you're scared that the black woman's going to come and beat your, beat you up, beat your house down and all of this other kind of stuff. So let me explain to you mofos, um, as to why, uh, black women are, you know, have had to chase people in the past, have had to be ruthless in the past. Let me explain this to you. So, so your stereotypes, your little scribbly coloring book, books of stereotypes and Cheerios and, um, kibbles and bits and all kinds of, you know, lies rolling around in your head can be dismantled. So when you grow up in a society that, um, will rob you right in your face, will give you the incorrect amount of change will create challenges for you simply when you need to get transferred to a certain department will will um when a black woman is encountering a situation where she can't get her simple two plus two questions answered you know um and and she becomes a little bit upset or maybe asking a question and you're wondering why did why do black women get so angry I think it's, it's almost like the abusers abuser. And I'm saying this to all of you who say, who asked this question is no different than an abuser saying, well, why are they crying after I abuse them? 
well, why are they mad after I abuse them? What do they need to be mad about? You know, I don't understand. Why are they upset? So abuser, abusers of the world. World, world. Hey, you no, you nugget moron. You nim nugget. You empty bucket head. Um, your brain is like a bunch of spaghettios rolling around with no O's, just a bunch of holes playing tic-tac-toe with the O. So you are ignorant because you're stating, you're acting as though that black woman who's upset or who's asking a very simple question doesn't have the right to breathe, doesn't have the right to speak, doesn't have the right to advocate for herself. When you challenge a black woman for legitimately asking a normal question that Molly McButter, that, you know, other, maybe other people of other nationalities would ask, but you get upset when the black woman asserts herself because she's being disrespected. And all you want her to say is, I mean, all you want to say to her is this, calm down. But they just shot my son. Shh, calm down. But they just robbed me. They they just took all my money out of my bank. Shh, calm down. But you guys didn't wait on me at the hospital and my uncle died. Shh, calm down. Why are you so, why are you so angry? You know, I just heard gunshots across the street, called the police haven't seen anybody in two hours and I live in suburbia. Shh. Are you sure you're not the one with the gun? Um, when so many times, um, situations happen where disrespect occurs with not with the naked eye, meaning it because it's very oblivious to some people where they literally cannot They can't see that there's disrespect going around. And what I mean is disrespect can occur in so many little slithers of life. When you are having to interact with people in stores um, and medical facilities at jobs, when you're crossing the street, when you're standing in line at the bank, um, there's so many intimate spaces where disrespect occurs and a lot of people are unaware that there's a, there's there's these little little bitty bombs going off all around them. And the people that are not aware, they don't live they live in their own matrix. They live in a matrix that that's working out for them. But the black woman that is is experiencing these these micro attacks, some of these micro attacks can actually um, result into heart attacks. If you get enough micro attacks, or you're constantly being attacked by stupid people that are that are microaggressed, they don't even realize that they're they're saying racist things to you. For example, I went to um, I went to go see a therapist. This was some time ago, and my therapist was a white lady, and I, you know, honestly, she's a very nice person, and she, and sometimes people don't realize that they're they hold like racist ideas or thoughts they just don't even know because they've grown up with it 
well this this white woman she starts talking about how dark her her biracial child is i guess her husband is asian and she started saying how her daughter doesn't want to be dark and how her her husband doesn't like his skin and when and when they got uh her daughter got tan she couldn't believe how dark she got and i said so and so i said did you not forget that that i'm black i mean you make it seem like there's something wrong with getting like being dark skin like you're what you're saying is offending me right now okay so after i had a conversation with her suddenly she couldn't see me anymore okay now mind you her eyes got big and when i was confronting her nicely i wasn't cussing her out so let me explain different different modalities of black women there are some black women that grow up in, in areas, and it doesn't mean that they're less than human, but they may grow up in an area that where they have a, a thicker um, African dialect that stems out of out of slavery. That's it's not just from slavery, but it's like we're indigenous people. So that dialect, although you were in bondage, your ancestors were in bondage. The dialect of your ancestors ranging all the way back to the continent, ranging all the way forward to to your ancestors living on this land, it, your dialect is still in your DNA. And if you're growing up in certain pockets of the United States, for example, um, you you will hear these certain dialects that to a white person or to even a, um, a black person who may be from a different part of the country if you may think all oh, this black woman's ignorant oh she doesn't know how to speak so a lot of times when we're watching crime shows and you see black women whose loved one was murdered and sometimes the black woman she may be from north carolina chicago um texas she she may have a southern drawl you know and, and mixed in with a, a a dialect from from her ancestry but you mofos are going to be the same one saying that this black woman is ignorant and she can't speak. So when the same black woman I'm speaking about, rather she's from Denver, Colorado, rather she's from um, Connecticut, when she's upset, you're, you, you, you may not understand what she's saying. You may not understand her emotional velocity. And so then suddenly, if you're unacquainted with that, you're going to think she's the angry black woman. Just because you are ignorant to to the black female goddess energy that dwells in every single black woman, period. Even if she's rotten to the core, it is in her DNA. So I, I just noticed a trend where it's people have less compassion when they cannot identify uh, with with another black woman's emotional threshold. When, when, when people are, people are confused because they don't understand her blues because she's, she's crying, she's screaming because someone was killed. Um, her husband died, um, in, in a heart attack, whatever it is, the rest of the world does not, um, many people do, they don't care about her, her tears. They, they think, oh, well, that's what black people get. Oh, well, they, they just, they, they decided to live in the ghetto. That's not our fault. They decided to be poor and broke. That's not our fault. 
you know, I mean, she was probably a single mom. That's not, that's not our problem. Oh yeah. Those black people, that's all they do is have problems. All they'd have to do is have to fight. So let's talk a little bit about fighting. So metaphorically, yes, black women, you know, can kick butt in many different ways. But when it comes to actually having to throw down and fight, fighting in what ways? Fighting for freaking equality. When you hear us say, I have to fight, I have to fight, I have to fight, I have to fight. What in the hell are we fighting against? If I could personify this invisible bullshit that we're fighting, it, it, would, it would shock you to see how many people that don't look like me that we're actually fighting against. We're fighting against gatekeepers. We're fighting against um, self-hatred. You know, people that uh, black, other black people that hate themselves, that, that hate themselves so much, they'll never have that much compassion for you. We're, we're fighting against getting a, a raise. We're, we're fighting against people challenge, challenging our intellect and disrespecting us when we're going for an opportunity. And so what kind of fighting are we doing? When you say black women are always fighting or we, or we have to fight, what do you really think we're doing? Do you think I have a, a spear and I'm going and I'm doing some Taekwondo moves, although I... I was in Taekwondo and all of that in martial arts. But do you think that that's what, what we mean when we say we're fighting? Do you, I mean, really ask that question. What do you think we're talking about? So when, when you hear fighting now, black men have their own fight. And, and, I, and, and I am partnered with black, the black men in the struggle. So I, I want to be clear on that. But in this discussion, let's talk about it. Black women are fighting literally like when people say stupid things, we are in combat. Rather, it is mental combat where we are thinking of words to hurt your ass, to make a spear go like glass, like whiplash on your neck, you know, giving you spasms and and shakes and making you quake. That's the kind of... um, battles, the mental battle scars that we're trying to impose on you because you try to hit us with a, you try to hit us with a blast, with gas, you know, you, you, you try to, um, you, you try to take out our sight. So we were blindsided and we, we couldn't see the, the, the new policy or, 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 or the new demotion that you, you just created in your evil potion. You know, when our radar goes off, when our, our, our hair starts to stand on demand, on command, we know that, oh, is this the clan? Is this, or is this someone trying to take my stance? Okay. Um, when, when people say certain words, we know how to sliver and go deep down and in, in diving deeper into the sounds of the nouns of what you're really trying to pronounce and say and also trying and how you're trying to subjugate us through your words. So just like the firing of synapses, just like the firing of neurons, just like the firing as I quick bake and smack morons around, that is the type of fight spears we do and we don't care. Um, 
So we have mental, we have mental battles going on every single day where we're trying not to have our minds on delay, going on decay, you know, but we're trying to catch the sun rays of truth. So when people come to us saying dumb things that impact our finances, that impact our safety, when we are trying to read in between the fine lines and the prints that you want us to sign off on without reading those fine lines and prints, we're going to war because we see that you have amended the very, the, the very um, information that you want me to sign. You, you, you went back and changed something, but you didn't tell me. Okay. So when we're fight, when we say we're fight, why are those black people always fighting? Always having to fight. Jimmy, why, why are they fighting so much? I mean, good. I'm trying to live in, in the best, in, 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 in the haven of days right here in this beautiful condo in Vail. And I just, I get tired of hearing, you know, Mrs. Uh, Johnson saying she has to fight the system. I mean, really? What kind of, what does she mean she's fighting the system? So then the stereotype is you see a, a reckless black woman, you know, uh, basically running around with her arms out wild like a, meow, meow, I'm going to beat your ass, I'm going to do this, I'm going to kick y'all, kick y'all, kick y'all, you know, and that's the stereotype. When, when a black woman is on television because Leroy st- stole some bikes or, 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 did, or stole the, the drugs, that's a stereotype from a movie. Get up, get back over here. And then, you know, and that's a stereotype because a lot of black women that live in the hood, you know, th- yeah, some of them may actually sound like that. But does that mean they're less intelligent? Or are they striving and are they fighting to survive because some dummy took uh, took their money and ran? Now, I'm not giving excuses for bad black women. Okay, if you're a bad trash ass black woman, you're not a part of my discussion right now. I don't I don't defend you on that level. But what I will do is I will still advocate for you when it comes to greater policy issues and greater issues that impact um, our entire community, because I understand why you, you were acting like you done lost your head. Okay. So that's, that's one example of how, why we're always fighting, why black women have to always quote unquote fight. So what's some other ways that we're having to fight when we say that we're fighting the system, you know, um, or not just the system. It, it could be something as simple as respect. We fight to get respect. And how do, how do we fight to get respect? When you get checked, when you start disrespecting some intellect, when we start to check you because you obviously don't understand who the hell you're talking to, that is another way that we fight. We fight with words, okay? Here's the thing. There's always a battle going on. Black women aren't the only ones fighting. In fact, the issue is we're trying to, um, the greater, the greater, uh, powers that be, or the greater things that govern this world and the walking zombies are inadvertently or subconsciously also trying to actually take out 
take out black women out of this whole race, take out the black man, take out the black child. Okay, so we're it isn't just black women in a fight. No, we got we have arrows, we got missiles being bombed at us unexpectedly, you know, different situations that are happening on a greater threshold because some of you are like, oh, I have to fight the same thing, or I have to fight the system, or I have to do this. I know little, I know little miracle, but I'm not talking about you. You obviously are not a black woman and you'll never be able to walk in a black woman's shoes. You'll still be able to hide under the cloak and the curtain of inequality. You'll still be able to ride the tide of being called a minority, even though you're not black. You'll still be able to rise higher than many black people because you are not black. And so therefore, your emotional tank is a little bit um, little empty and you don't understand the weight and gravity that we actually carry that makes us strong as a pillar of stone. Makes us stone to the bone, rocks, stones to the bones. We mumbling, jumbling, mumbling, jumbling, mumbling, jumbling, rejecting all your words that you're throwing. So um, when people try to compare their experiences with that of a black woman, I, I caution you, don't do that because you may be reborn into a black person. Oh, no, I never want to be a black. No, God, please never send me back as black. But I don't believe in that that reincarnation stuff anyway um but there's there's always a a fight okay there's fights on many levels and most of our fighting has nothing to do with the physical fight you know we when we are physically fighting it's unfortunately it may be spousal um abuse that's happening it may be um you know um partner abuse you know, or it may be really like you're throwing blows at a, at a riot or something that, that happened where somebody's getting jumped on. Okay, so those scenarios, I'm, I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about whenever you hear people say, you know, that black woman's always fighting her or black people are saying we have to fight. We have to fight just to make sure. And, and when I say fight, We intellectually have to do mental combat, okay? Mental combat. So what did the slaves do? What did the prisoners of war do? Because I can start rephrasing it to prisoners of war, okay? Because let me tell you, indigenous people were already on this land, all right? We, We have had to to do mental combat to decipher and decode some of the racist languages and bullshit that is actually being said right to our face. Sometimes it's, it's said in a different language. We don't even know. We, we, we can't put our finger on it, but we know somebody is fighting us with words. So what we have to do is we have to sink deep down into our root crown and so that we break up our own frowns and so we start to stir stir the cauldron of of power of electricity of ancestral energy of the dark goddess of the things that empower our cells that jump start new ideas 
and that and that um, prevent predators, people that like totally think they can walk all over you, those kind of foes. We have to go, no, no, I'm a blow. I'm going to give you a big uh, mental blow to your mental stove. And um, I'm going to rob, and then I'm going to rob you because I'm taking back the jewels that you stole from me originally. So when we do mental combat, that to do mental combat, let me tell you racist people about that. When you, when a person of color already knows already knows the stupid words that are coming out of your mouth or already knows when you sit there with your half-baked smile you know trying to be fake and act like you're you're totally on board with black people and everything is is jimity crickets cool but you're you're fake and we sense your fake energy we have to go into our mystery of mental combat we, we, we will, we, we decipher the tones that you use, the sharp cacophony of your words. Okay. We look into your adjectives and adverbs when you put the word before what word. And then we start to say, oh, he splurged his word. Oh, he's trying to disrespect me or she's trying to disrespect me. When we have to do mental combat, we're not only are we gauging the waves that are coming out of out of your mouth we are gauging the electricity and the sounds and how and and how that's beating up on our spine how that is um tinkering and poisoning and blinding trying to blind parts of our mind okay so so what i'm trying to tell you is when you come to us with saying some stupid ish we are decoding deciphering okay and and, and re- reprogramming the the garbage that that you gave us and that's how we fight mental wars why do you think black people are so resilient because we are 10 steps ahead of you bro you know that we're 10 we're already we're already ahead of you we already knew when we walked into the bank boo what you was going to say fool we already knew that you were going to be looking at our bank statements, looking looking at the um like the, the I call it the knucklehead peanut head teller at the bank. You're you're sitting there clicking gumdrops. Oh my god, they go to the liquor store. Oh my god, I s- totally at Macy's too. I mean, geez, Willikers, what are they spending their money on? Oh my god, all these bills. So have you ever been at the bank and the person, the teller is literally reading all your, like the, your whole statements. They, they forgot you were standing there, but they're so busy reading your personal information that they forgot you were even there. We already knew that. We knew like as soon as we walked up to you and I looked into your eyes, you were full of, uh, yes, full of lies and you were a spy and not, and we, and we knew not to trust you 10 steps ahead fool. So that's why, you know, we, we know when we're trying to get promoted, we know that the chances of getting demoted is very high. We know that when that 90-day review comes, the six-month review comes, suddenly, Maybelline, there is an issue 
all of a sudden in the file. And now we're not getting the raise. Okay. We, but we already knew that. We already knew that you were trying to find fault with something that we were doing wrong. And the only thing you can find wrong is when we showed up one minute late to the meeting. Ding dong. And suddenly we were written up. But we already knew that. And that's why we already started looking for another job. Because we knew that you were trying to rob us of our fields of dreams. Okay. Ten steps ahead, fool. When you live in a subculture, you have to be ten steps ahead of your enemy. We study the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you mummy, the way you prance, the way you dance, the way you drive, the way you spy, the way you lie, the way you hide in the hills, the way you hide who you want to kill, the way you you shrill another bill for another dime to kill. Already 10 steps ahead, already fighting you like the dead, like on the spiritual world, because we already know that you're a zombie. We are like computerized system chips, um, constantly um, updating, constantly re-downloading, constantly ex-gospel loading new neurons of thoughts and new channels, new stills, wheels of power to protect us from the teeth that try to devour our confidence, who we are, who we are as stars. So when we when we talk about fighting, we are 10 steps, 20 steps ahead of you. Not only is the black woman at the bottom of, of the sociological um, uh, totem pole, like we're literally on the bottom, on the bottom. When you reverse the bottom, we're really on the top. Does that mean we're better? No, it means that we're, we are uh, on an antenna, like an antenna level, very, very grounded to the earth which is why the earth is being pillaged, which is why diamonds and, and, and minerals, titanium, uranium, and all of these other elements are being um, stolen out of, the, out of the earth. How the earth is being disrespected, how people are mining, going into caves that, should ne that no human has ever gone in before and you're getting stuck in them, okay? This is why. So when you don't respect the, 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 the levels of nature, then this then it's going to backfire on all of humanity when black women are being kicked kicked around and i do mean this kicked around in terms of you know oh you know oh oh keisha oh keisha oh, please stop calling us i you know we've already sent the police down you know to to your neighborhood i mean they're really backed up yeah, we'll do the welfare check once we get enough staff in, okay? We're just falling behind. Well, yeah, I know you called three days ago. Well, I, you know, I'm sorry your mother doesn't have insurance and she's she's living by herself in that 18-story um, apartment, but we just can't get to her right now. You know, those are intimate spaces of war because this woman is fighting fighting literally fighting meaning to uh, to to get you 
to respond, to alert you, okay, to 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 move you, to shaka 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 shaka, you know, to get all up in your nervous system, to to start to break down your nervous system, to get you to respond, first caller respond to that apartment, okay. How many stories can I go over tonight? How many times has a black woman pleaded for food? You know, maybe she she had a job and lost it. The 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 idiot person talking on the phone to try to get her her benefits for food stamps, for example, or some type of assistance. Maybe she doesn't need food stamps. Maybe she needs assistance. You know, but when they when when the when the gatekeeper, the zombie ding dong, hello, yes, yes, yeah, um, I'm, I'm I need to get some help. I uh, just lost my job, and um, you know, I no, I don't have any kids, but and I don't really don't have a savings. I'm fresh out of college, and I totally just got laid off. This is a black woman talking, and the person on the other end's like, oh. So, um, why did you get laid off? Irrelevant question. Ma'am, I, because they were downsizing. Hmm. Well, how long did you know about the downsize? I mean, you know, typically you have to, you have to call our office at least 30 days in advance. And it looks like we're not going to be able to help you. Ma'am, please. I'm just, I'm trying to get the help that I need right now. I'm sorry, but I would, please lower your voice. I am trying to help you. The, totally trying to help you so what's your you're gonna probably have to be put on the wait list oh my god a wait list i've been trying i've been called you guys three days in a row i've been on hold you know somebody's supposed to get back excuse me ma'am but i really i have a bunch of calls in the queue is there an email address that we can send you some information i don't need any information i'm fighting to try to get this um food I just lost my job. I mean, why are you guys making this so hard? Ma'am, please, I'm going to ask you to really lower your voice. No, I'm not lowering my voice. I mean, you guys aren't doing your job. Oh, my God. Hold on a second. Now the supervisor clicks in. Hello, is this so-and-so? Well, this is the supervisor in the department. And um, I'm sorry to tell you, but unfortunately, you applied a little bit to... I know you didn't just come on this phone telling me I applied late and I've already talked to you like three. I already called you guys like three times. You just now getting back in touch with me, ma'am. You know what? We're not going to take this hostility from you. You know, um, you, you know, you should have called and you need to read the information. Um, please check back in two weeks. Click. Okay. How freaking many times have we gone through these experiences because the ding dong zombie on the other end can tell from the cacophony and the sound of your emotional frequency that you are a black woman. So you get punished, number one, if you have a black name, you could be white with the black name, but you get punished with the black name or you get punished with the black name and the way you sound. So then you have to put up extra defense layers extra extra war padding you know extra uh um armor just just for simple things because society already thinks that you you are a downtrodden y'all so small y'all so mammy y'all so oh i'm jezebel 
Yao Sopal, so Yao Sopal, so Yao Sopal. They already think these. I'm talking about society now. I'm not just. I'm not talking about just white people. I'm talking about people all over the world think this about African, indigenous, black people of America, including Africans, also have these thoughts about some Africans. Some people have these thoughts about black people. Not everybody in the world thinks like this, but there are quite a few that do. So we're constantly whipping out our our, our war regalia to, to throw blows, mental blows, okay? Trying to disarm your whole um, your, your whole body so that way we can get the truth to you without you putting up ignorant defense shields. How many times do we have to, to fight? What is the fight that we have to do? Oh, we're always having to fight. I mean, literally, fight for policy change. Fight for equality. Fight for to have a voice in a meeting. Fight for um, respect. And we do that through mental combat. So stop thinking black women are just going to come out. We, we, we have unrestricted... Um, an emotional um, vortex or vortex and, or we, we don't know how to control our emotions that is a stereotype that stereotype was definitely birthed not only during um, the, the days of Jim Crow but more specifically during the days of Ronald Reagan president or former president Reagan during the 1980s during the crack baby the crack baby and the crack mama era. You know, that, that was when the image of black women was reduced down to nothing more than a druggy crack pipe. I there Although our people have gotten on drugs, the other question is where did the drugs come from? Who gave these black people, black people the drugs? Who did it? Did the, did the stork just drop off some drugs oh my gosh look at the stork it's it's got a white diaper around its belly what could it be oh my god the stork landed with oh my gosh i see ak-47s and i see needles and oh my god little crack rocks my golly george there's storks dropping off drugs all over the inner city uh w W49 storks have been uh, found. Uh, uh, storks have been found landing in different inner city neighborhoods, and apparently they're wearing um, some type of diaper with lots of lots of ammunition and drugs for those inner city people. I mean, my golly, where did the storks get all of this from? Well, they darn tootin' didn't get it from uh, didn't get it from us. Then, then you have the, you know, and, and, and I say this very truthfully because it's it's really sad that we have some serious, when I mean say serious, we have a serious problem with how people are interpreting black women and the fight that we have. We are not going to be out in the street with a bunch of guns. Just a second, people. Yes, you know, and I, and I think it's ridiculous that we have to, to fight the way we do. 
mentally. You know, when you're doing mental fights, I mean, what what does that do to your your blood pressure? What does that do to your brain waves? What does that do to your heart? What does that do to your overall body? When you're constantly having to to disseminate um, stupid words that people are saying because they're trying to actually hurt you with their words. For example, um, I flicky flock my hair. You know, oh my God, I remember going to my son's school and all these white girls walked by. They're like, oh my God, what are you going to do to your hair? Oh my God, I, oh my hair is so frizzy. I hate my hair being so thick and frizzy. They literally said that right in front of me at a college campus. And then I just started making fun of them back. Oh my God, my hair is like super like stringy and flicky flaw. Like totally like nothing there, just like brain dead, like nothing, you know? So I'm just letting you know when people come around and they say stupid things, um, there's, there's always a, a battle. And so what black women try and strive to do is to, to not be defeminized, you know, because they want to emas- they, they want us to be masculine They want us, when I say they, society doesn't want black women to exercise her soft feminine beauty, but rather have this, you know, and just straight ignorant. Okay. Even the most ignorant black women, okay, are beautiful to me. Why? Because you're my people. Even if you're ignorant as hell. I can guarantee you, if I go back to your family tree, there was not, there was some people in your family that were not ignorant, but you decided to be ignorant or you just lived a messed up life. And unfortunately, that's the cards that were dealt to you. Does that mean that we love that black woman less because she's yago, 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 yago? No, that's her environment. And you don't know what trauma she's already gone through. Is she any different than Hillbilly Sandy? Bear to bear, they here. I brush my teeth once a month. I have black teeth too. Bird And I let my dogs, a whole bunch of them sleep with me. And I never change the sheets. Okay, so you got Hillbilly Sandy. You got dirty women from every culture. Ignorant women from every culture. So as far as the black woman goes, it's even harder. Her woes are even greater because society already sees the black woman as last. But the real, the truth is society covets the black woman. This uh, society is obsessed with the black woman. The um, society is obsessed with the black woman's body, obsessed with her um, sexuality, her sen- her sensuality, you know, her sexual prose, her 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 um in her left brain, her sharp left brain thinking, obsessed with how is she so intelligent? Intelligent. Um, society is obsessed with black women. Obsessed in a very unnatural way that that 
objectifies the black woman, takes her out of a place of, of being human and now into a, a, into a place of, of, of objectivity as being one without true, um, a, a true, a true brain, a true sense of, of being, um, just nothing more than, you know, big butt and hips and, and great skin. And, and, and that's about it. Society has coveted the black woman's body for so many years to the point that it stems from the recent past of slavery and, and, and impacts the relationships between black women and white women till this day. And to, to the point where other races hate black women simply because they're trying to buy the beauty that the black woman naturally has. And all they want you to do and think about yourself is that you, you're not you're not beautiful. You're not sexy. Or when you are sexy, you're dirty. You're, you're, you're a whore. You're just sleeping with a bunch of guys. No man wants you. So we have to, as a community, we have to do our part in uplifting each other. We have to train our sons, train our, our young people. Some men can't be trained because they're, they've, they're too far lost. But we have to begin to embody that, that dark goddess energy. And the dark goddess energy, don't think it, it's, I'm just making this up. When you go and take your little happy ass outside at night, and when you look up at the night sky, you are looking at the energy of the dark goddess. The dark goddess is not a human. It is an energy of life. It is a mysterious energy of healing, a mysterious energy that yields hope, um, new ideas, a mysterious energy of which I want to, I, I want to, to take from and to become. Okay. So it's important that when we see movies like the woman King, um, and I, I did another episode on that, but I would like to expand more on the woman King. But when, when we start to think about who, what, what is the black, who is the black woman? What composites of stereotypes do I have about the black woman? Oftentimes black women have been put into these roles where we feel like we have to fit these roles in order to be accepted. The, the over nurturing mammy, the one that can never say no, the one that has to hold her whole family together. Okay. These are not, this is not our place, but because our, our families have been displaced and erased, we are doing our best to fight to keep our families together. So we fight the system. We fight to get so-and-so out of, out, bailed out of prison. We, we fight to make sure uncle so-and-so or aunt so-and-so is buried. We, we fight other family members over, over silly little petty things that if we don't say anything, we know that will one day destroy our family. There's so many things that black women are fighting on a daily basis. And you wonder why heart attacks and stress um, take us out of here. We need to get to that point where people, where we embody who we are and, and people will respect us. 
people will not run over us. They will know like you need to listen to that wise black woman. You need to listen to that very forgiving black woman. That's one thing about black people. We're known as some of the most forgiving people in a in a place full in a in a land and in a world full of so much hate. But yet we but at, on that extreme of hate, we will be the same ones that will forgive um, some a murderer that killed our daughter or son. And we talk about fighting. We fight for survival. We fight for happiness. We fight to keep our unions together. We fight through mental combat. We fight through being 10, 20 steps ahead of you. We fight through spiritual battles and prayers. We fight through understanding dream interpretation. Okay, we fight through building up our our spiritual vortex so that when somebody's coming with a grenade, we know how to we know how to reverse the frequency back on to the enemy. We fight every day. And not only do we fight, but we gain ground. We gain ground because we know our crown. We gain ground because we walk upon the ground. We are embodied by the dark goddess of life. We are embodied by the great spirit of life. We are not afraid to fight because we know if we don't fight, then our entire lineage will die. So how many more queen bees have to fly? How many more queen bees have to lose their kings in order to sustain the fight? How many more bloodsheds must we endure? So I challenge everybody today to, when you hear a person in your life, and if they're a friend of yours and they're black, and you hear them saying, I'm having to fight, I'm having to fight, ask them what they're fighting. Take that some of that yoke from them. Give them advice, connect them to a resource, pray for them. Don't let them carry that tomb alone because the moment the black woman begins to be destroyed, which is happening at an alarming rate, black little girls are being killed at an alarming rate in in traffic four times more than any other group of people, black females are being trafficked around the world four times more than any other race we are going to be erased okay everybody i just want you to know that don't think by getting rid of black people that you will continue to 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 have a civilization in fact you won't know the blueprint or the dna or the map talk to you soon everybody in a pet whisper call of my ancestors near you.